Man, I'm extremely honored to be up here tonight. Um, when Pastor Mark uh, asked me if I would um, preach on Wednesday, I was extremely honored and blessed to have the opportunity to do this. Just a little background on myself. Me and my wife um, got married, oh, some time ago. I forget now. No, um, we got married in 2011. But before we got married, um, I was working um, with the kids in uh, St. Augustine, um, probably my junior and senior year of high school. And um, while I was working with the kids, Pastor Mark was actually the children's pastor. So um, I set up underneath him in children's and um, really started uh, um, learning a lot through leadership from him. And um, before we even knew he was called to come here to Valdosta, um, right after I graduated high school, I uh, stepped out from the children's and really focused on um, Keenum Institute and some other stuff. But I had met with Pastor Mark and I told him, um, I was dating Alyssa at the time, and I told him, uh, you know, I know I'm called to hook up with your ministry. So I have no idea where you're going, and at the time I assumed it was Texas, but I had no idea where he was going. So I told him, I said, I know I'm called to hook up with you and um, drive home a vision. So uh, we ended up finding out later that it was coming up here to Valdosta, which is awesome, only about two hours away from my family, which is great. So before I got married, I told my wife, Alyssa, who had only lived in St. Augustine her entire life, I was like, um, before we, you know, do this thing, I want you to know that um, I do plan on leaving St. Augustine. So, you know, you need to know that it's something, you know, good with you because I know your family's been here your entire life. So she said, yeah, I've always felt like we're going to leave. So through that course of time, we had planned on coming up here, you know, a year after we got married. And then London came and screwed everything up. <laughs> so, you know, that set us back a little bit. No, it was a blessing. Um, we found out we were pregnant with London, and we decided, you know, after some prayer that, you know, we should sit back uh, a year. We don't want to move her away, and my mom probably would have killed me anyways if I had taken her first granddaughter away from her. So um, we decided, you know, it would be best for us to finish out um, where we were and really leave um, our positions in St. Augustine with people who could um, replace us better. So when we finally get up here, we're excited. Pastor Mark um, let us live with them for a couple months to get us up here and get the transition so um, we were really excited to come here and help out the vision, something we knew we'd be doing. So like I said, I was honored when he asked me to preach tonight because it's something um, I enjoy doing. So we'll go ahead and get started. Let's go to Colossians 1.16. I already put my title up there. I haven't even said it yet, man. Come on. You gave away my... It's done. I'm gone. No. All right. So Colossians 1.16 says, For by him... All things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. So God created all things. He created everything through him and for him. If he created them for him, we see that that means everything he created has a purpose. Just like he created plants and trees, he created seeds, which the purpose of this seed is to be planted and create a tree. The purpose of the tree is to bear fruit, the purpose of the fruit to feed man. So everything God had created has a purpose. In Genesis 126, it says God created man in his image and likeness. So if God created man and everything God created has a purpose then God created us to have a purpose. I love the topic of purpose and destiny. It's something that um, 
uh, has a very wide range. It doesn't just affect adults or teenagers or kids. It affects everybody because everyone in life wants to have a purpose. Miles Monroe um, said the greatest tragedy in life is not death, but a life without a purpose. And there is nothing sadder than seeing someone wandering around doing something every day, day in, day out. And you can see they're lost in their purpose. They, they don't know what they're doing. They're just going through the motions. And the greatest tragedy in life isn't the life of yourself ending, but it's the life ending having never done what you were actually called to do. So if God created man, I see Lisa back there with her iPad, right? Um, I see a couple iPhones in here, which were all created, right? So everything created has a purpose. Somebody created that iPad. Someone created that iPhone. And those um, uh, things, I was looking for a better word than things, (laughs) devices all have a purpose, correct? Every manufacturer creates an item with a purpose, right? And who here has ever bought a new device before or bought anything new, a new car, anything new? One of the first things I'll, I'll say with the, the iPhone, because I remember when I got mine, I was really excited. I had a, a, a broken phone and my phone's still broken, but a new broken phone. I had a broken phone, so I, we finally switched over to iPhones and I got the iPhone 5. And I remember I took the case off and, you know, heaven shined out of the box and there was a glow and life was amazing and I picked up the phone and underneath my phone was this white box but the white box wasn't the bottom so I picked that up and there's my headphones which I still use and I love and underneath my headphones was a manual which I quickly put back in the box and didn't read because no one reads the manuals but manuals are very important A manual is just a book of information and instructions from the maker. So, in turn, a manual is the maker's mind on paper. A manual is the maker's mind on paper. All right, so what does a manual do? When you open the manual, the first thing you'll see most of the time is that it's going to tell you what the product does. You open the manual, it's going to tell you, this is everything the product's going to do. This is, this is what it's going to do for you. Because you bought this product, um, you ha- now have the capabilities to do all of these things. To, to take notes, to download apps, to get stuck on iTunes forever, going through music you're never going to listen to. Right? It tells you all these things you now have the ability to do. And that you have the possibility to do and that you can do. It tells you things you can do that you might have never known you could do if you didn't read the manual. I remember the first time I found out, my wife told me my phone, London, loves to chew on my phone. She loves to grab my phone, listen to music. She loves to throw it at me when I ask for it. She's got this new thing now where she doesn't just hand you things. Hey, can I have that phone? Yeah, bam, let me chunk it at your face. I'm only, I can hand it to you, but I'd rather just throw it at you. So she'll throw it at me, almost broke my nose the other night. But, so my wife... She's got my phone, and next thing you know, I'm losing. I, I find out apps have been deleted off my phone. I can't find my apps. And I'm going through, and I'm like, man, where's all my stuff? My wife says, well, you know, if you triple-click the home button, it has a guidance menu, so you can circle things on your screen. And when she has it, she can't, if she tries to touch those areas, it makes them not work. 
So anytime she grabs my phone, I triple click and just light up the whole screen so she can do absolutely nothing. It even makes the home button not work. So it was something I never knew, and I bet you it's in the manual that I didn't read. So a manual tells you everything you can do with your product, and it also tells you things that you have the potential to do with it that you might not have known had you not read it. So it gives you lots of positives, right? Because anytime um, you've ever been told to have a meeting, what's the first thing you do? You give them a positive, then you hit them with all the negatives, then you end with another positive. So it tells you everything you can do with it, and then it tells you all the stuff that you shouldn't do with it. So after it gets done telling you, okay, this is all the fun stuff you can do with it. Here's everything you can. You've got your iPhone. You can take pictures. You can download apps. You can do all this kind of stuff, but you can't go swimming with it. You can't throw it in the water, right? You can't just throw it off a building. It it starts listing all the things you can't do with it, all the things that it's not. So the manual not only tells you what you can do, but it tells you what you can't do and what you shouldn't do with this device. It tells you everything you can and everything you cannot do. And then after that, it'll tell you more things that you can do because it tries to, you know, make the negatives not look so bad. You know, I understand you bought this iPhone because you think it's just everything you need in your pocket, but it's not. But hey, here's more stuff you can do with it, right? So it gives you all this. And then after you read that, there comes a guarantee. It says, I promise you that this product will do exactly what I said it's going to do. It says, you bought this iPhone, and this iPhone is going to do everything I told you it's going to do. It's going to do everything. As long as you've got my iPhone, and you've got my product that I created, it's going to make calls. It's going to send text messages. It's going to download apps. It's going to make your life easier. You're going to lose weight. Your hair is going to grow back. It starts listing all this stuff that it can do. And it tells you, I promise you, this product, it's going to work. And then the next thing is the warranty, which says, if you do everything according to this manual, we guarantee we'll fix it. If you do everything in line, if you do all the do's and none of the don'ts, we're going to fix your product if something happens. If you obey all the laws of the manual, then you can receive the benefits of fixing it. So it's letting you know, look, all you have to do is the do's and stay away from the don'ts, and we're going to take care of this product for you. If something happens, we'll take care of it. Right? If something happens, we'll take care of it. And then it tells you, now, if something does happen, don't attempt to fix it yourself. Right? If something does go wrong, if your screen breaks, don't be the guy who thinks they know how to fix it. Don't be the one to take it upon yourself. To fix it. Don't go to someone else who's not authorized to fix it. Don't try to find your own way around this. Why? Because I'm the one who made it. I manufactured it. I created it. I know exactly how it works. I know the ins and the outs. I know exactly what it's supposed to do. I know things that we'd even put in the manual. I know this product because I created it. I birthed it. It came from me. It's a part of me. So don't go giving it to something else looking for a way to fix it. Don't go try to find some quick fix. My phone fell on the ground when I was worshiping God, by the way. So (laughs) it fell on the ground. First time I've ever dropped a phone. My last one was broke. Wasn't my fault. This is the first time I've ever broken a phone. It's been my fault. So what did I do? I didn't go back to the manufacturer. I said, you know, what works great. 
packing tape. You know, it, it, I can cut it on and it'll still swipe. So I was like, you know, I don't need to go to Apple. They're just going to charge me for a whole new screen. I want that. I'll fix it myself. And guess what? I look like that guy with the broken phone now. With tape on their phone. I pull my phone and people are like, oh, gosh. What happened to your phone? Nothing, man. It's fixed. It works. I mean, all the pieces fell out. I had to put them back together. I used tweezers. Placed them where they go. I know how to do this. I looked it up on YouTube. So it tells you, it says, you know what? Don't go to any unauthorized dealer. Don't try to go around the maker to fix this product. Don't try to find your own way to do it. Don't use packing tape. Don't rely on yourself to fix this product. So it's telling you, if you follow all the rules, if you do everything we've told you to do, we'll defend our product, we'll fix it, and we will restore it. We'll defend it, we'll fix it, and we'll restore it. All you have to do is go according to what it says. If your phone breaks because you went swimming with it, guess what? We told you it's not going to be able to be in the water. Why would you do something like that? No, it's saying if you don't do that, it doesn't work. My iPhone can't make it through a, a cycle in the washer. It can't make it through the microwave. I can't try to make iPhone cupcakes. Nothing's going to work. It, those things, they're saying, look, just do what we said it can do, and we're going to defend it, we're going to fix it, and we're going to restore it. And guess what? Ain't nobody at Apple even knows who I am. They're not doing it because I'm your friend. This isn't some, you know, since I know you, since I knew your dad, I'll fix it for you. I'll take care of it. I'll give you a good deal. No, they, they don't know who I am. They don't know me. I don't, you know, I'm not an Apple genius. I'm not so, I didn't help them create anything. I didn't design anything for them. They have no idea who they am. And they're going to defend my product and fix it and restore it. Why? Because the way their product operates reflects their reputation. So they're not doing it because they know you. They're doing it to defend their reputation. They're doing it for their name's sake. They're doing it for their own namesake. Why? Because success is necessary for a manufacturer. Success is necessary for the manufacturer. You are a product created by a manufacturer, and you are made in his image. And success is necessary for your manufacturer. So what does that mean? That means if you obey the manual, if you follow what the manual says, we will protect you, we will defend you, we'll restore you, we'll take care of you, why? Because, not because we're good friends, but because my reputation's at stake. For my name's sake. Because if I have an iPhone that's broken and I walk on an Apple, they're going to think, man, our phones aren't junk. We can't let people know our phones don't work. Has anyone ever bought a defective um, device before? I don't have. I bought a pair of headphones like three months ago. My headphones are broke. I went and I bought a new pair. And I put them in, and the left earbud never worked from the get-go. So what happened? I called, you know, the place I bought it from. Almost gave it away. I called the place I bought it from, 
And I was like, hey, you know, this product doesn't work. And they're like, oh, well, you know, it says you have to call the people that made it. You can't just come here. You have to go to the person that actually made it. So I called them and they sent me a brand new, nicer pair of headphones. Why? Because they don't want me going around telling people how much their headphones stunk. Why? Because it affects their reputation. It affects their namesake. It affects who they are because failure is bad for a manufacturer and failure is bad for God. Failure is unacceptable. When something is created, it is created to be successful. It is created to bring a return back to the person who created it. Nobody creates something just to put it in the corner and never do anything with it. No one creates something and then says, man, why did I make this thing? I have... Nope, got nothing. I don't know what to do with it. Just break it down and put it somewhere else. No, creation was created before it was ever made before they ever built something before it was ever created someone had plans someone had purpose involved someone saw a problem and said i'm going to fix it and i'm going to use this to fix that problem so god knew your plan and your purpose before you were ever born and he created you specifically for a reason and he didn't create you and then say oh man You can sing. There you go. You got it. Bam. Done. Wasn't expecting that one. You see how I did that, God? I got it. No, he knew before you were ever born, he said, you know what? You know, they may not have known you were coming, but I knew you were coming and I've got an assignment for you. I've got a purpose for you. You're going to be successful for me. You're going to make my name sound great. You're going to go out and do big things. So my name seems good. You're going to be a successful product so that we can look good so that I can look good. God guarantees your success for his reputation. This is exciting news. I mean, think about this. If someone is guaranteeing your success for their reputation, that means you will succeed in your purpose because God will make sure you succeed in your purpose. God will make sure you succeed in your purpose, not for you, not because he's friends with you, not because he knows you why, because how you live your life reflects him. So he's going to do everything in his power to make sure your purpose is successful. Because it's about his name. Laws were given to guarantee success. This Bible is our manual and it has promises and it has laws. It tells you what to do and what not to do. And if you follow those laws, it guarantees your success. Success is the result of decisions. Whatever you are right now, you have decided to become. Success is the result of decisions. Whatever you are right now, you have decided to become. No one puts you where you are but yourself. Failure in life is the result of decisions. 
If you're failing in life, then you've decided to be a failure. Then you're there because you've decided to be there. Success is the result of decisions. But if you decide to follow God's law, then you're guaranteeing your success. Because it's not about you. This is what makes it so great. I got so excited because I realized it doesn't matter if I do mess up, if I don't mess up. Why? Because it says, look, the manufacturer will fix and restore. Because you know what? A product might have been made to be perfect, but every now and then something goes wrong. And as long as it can get back, I can fix it and I can restore it and my name will still look great and it'll still do its purpose. You know what? My phone's broken, but I can still make calls. I can still receive texts. I can still listen to music. I can still do everything it can. All I have to do is take it back to the manufacturer to get the screen fixed. And then it's like brand new. It's like nothing ever happened to it. It's like there was never a problem with it. God is going to make sure your purpose succeeds so that his name is great. Your purpose has already succeeded. Why? Because God never starts something that isn't already finished. He never starts something that isn't already finished. He already knew the plan he had to you before you were born. He already planned out what's going to happen. So you have to make the right decisions to be successful. But it's already planned out. The path to success has already been paved. You just have to walk on it. This aisle was made for someone to walk on. And I can walk all the way down this aisle with ease. And I can make it to the back and I can high five Jimmy. And then I can go back without stumbling, without having any problem at all. But you know what? If I decide, oh, this house is cool, but I want to go this way. Now, I've got to do things a little bit different so that I can get back to my path. Why? Because I'm going off the successful path that was paid for me. I'm making my life more difficult. If I try to zig around all these chairs, I'm still going to make it. But it's going to take a lot longer. Why? Because I'm trying to deviate from something that was already paid for me to do. Your success is guaranteed. It's guaranteed. It's done. It's finished. I am a sports fan. I know I've got at least one other sports fan over there. So everyone else is going to understand. Yeah, but you pick losing teams. I mean, come on. They, they didn't even show up to the Super Bowl. They didn't even show up. Anyway, see, so how easy would it be for a football team to show up to a game or a baseball team, a basketball team, show up to a game and someone say, look, you've already won. All you have to do is go make a couple baskets. I know that team's going to be excited. That's basically what the Broncos did in the Super Bowl. They went over to other teams and said, look, you guys already won. All you got to do is get on the field. And they were excited. Why? Because success was already guaranteed. That means no matter what trials try to come against you, you've already defeated them. You've already overcome them. 
it's already been taken care of. Why? Because God's going to guarantee you make it. Because it doesn't look good when someone says, oh, I prayed for healing, but I never got it. I was believing for money, but it never came. No, you chose not to receive it because it was already made available for you. Because success is already done. First Samuel twelve twenty two says, for the Lord will not forsake his people for his great namesake. Because it is has pleased the Lord to make you his people. It has pleased the Lord to make you his people. The Lord will not forsake his people for his great namesake. This is an exciting message. Because this means no matter how low you feel like you are, no matter how deep the hole's gotten, no matter what you've done, if you can go back and follow the laws the manufacturer gave you, if you can go back and say, this is what it says to do, this is what it says to follow, then he's going to guarantee to get you back into a working condition, to get you back on the line you were meant to be, to start making calls again, to start receiving text. You might need to hard reset yourself. You might need to delete some things. You might need to uninstall something. You might need to upgrade. But it's going to put you back online. It's going to put you back where you need to go. It's going to set you back on that course. Why? Because it's about his name. Apple doesn't continually come out with new products because they like making people happy. I know the video says it, but that's not why. It's because they're successful from their products. Because if you really notice, not a whole lot changes. There's some updates, there's some upgrades, there's some new looks, but a lot of it can be the same. And sometimes the product you think is better is really not better. You just like the name more. I do graphic design and I will tell you, I'm one of the biggest people I know that you can pay $40 more for a pair of shoes just because of what logos on them. Why? Because somebody associated value with a name. Because value has been associated. Why? Because they made sure their products work. Because they make sure, you know what? If it's not working, we'll fix it, we'll make it better, we'll get it back, and you'll like it even more. Why? Because they back up their devices. They guarantee success. The Lord has guaranteed your success. He's guaranteed your purpose. He set it in motion. He's cleared a path. He's made everything available for you to succeed. He's already told you exactly how to get there. He's told you everything you need to do. He's put it on paper. He's given you a manual. Are we reading it? Are we looking through it? Like I said, I bought my iPhone. Its glory shined on me. My life was made easier. I loved everything. And then I threw the box away. 
We can't treat God the same way. Because like I said, my iPhone is now broken. And it is my fault. Because I didn't see how it was. I didn't read the part where it says, you should probably buy a case because if you drop it, it'll break. But no, I don't like cases. I like my stuff to be small because my pants are tight. And I like to be able to fit them in there good. I don't like it to be all chunky and it look like I got a baseball in my... I don't like that. I like the slim. I like it nice. But it didn't help me when it fell. We have been given the instructions. We've been given the manual. We've been given this. And you've already been told it's done. So it amazes me how people can miss it. I mean, it's like going to a test and someone saying, there's only one question on the test. The answer is A. Matter of fact, there's only one answer. And it is A. And you go up and you go, I don't see B, but it's, it can't be A. I mean, I know A is the only answer there, but I think it's B. I'm just going to write my own answer. God's done that for you. He said, look, I made you. I created you with a purpose. I gave you a purpose. I gave you everything you need. All you have to do is walk on it. All you have to do is walk in success. All you have to do is follow what I said. All you have to do is do what the manual says. All you have to do is do this. And not only are you going to be successful in life, but my name's going to be great. My reputation's going to be great. And that's going to affect other people. Why? The iPhone started because someone got it, someone liked it, they told their friend, it worked for them, it worked for someone else. Next thing you know, everyone's got one and now you've got a community who hates other phones because this phone works the best. You know what? We need to be a community that when people see us, they say, you know what? They're working, they're being successful, their purpose is awesome. I need to get on that side. Because it's already been planned. It's already been purpose. You have to go out of your way to not make it work. We said earlier that success is a result of decisions. And whatever you are right now, you have decided to be. Your purpose is hinging upon your decisions. Your success hinges upon your decisions. You make it hard for yourself or you make it easy for yourself. It's that simple. It's that simple. We are the product of a successful manufacturer who will protect his product for his namesake. He'll protect his product for his namesake. He'll make sure his product works for his name's sake. He's saying, you know what? I created you to do something. I created you to be something. And I'm going to back you up every step of the way. Because you know what? Names matter. I've built my reputation. You've got my name on you. You've got my logo on you. You're going to be successful. I guarantee you if Apple bought another phone that never sold a single phone and put their Apple on it, it'd start selling. Even if they changed nothing. If Nike slapped their logo on a pair of Target shoes, I bet you they'd sell like hotcakes. They would go crazy. Why? Because they know the name. They know that's a successful 
manufacturer who makes successful products that get stuff done. It's all planned out. It's all purposed. You just choose to walk on that path. You choose success. It's guaranteed for you. Let's pray. Dear Father God, I thank you for tonight, Lord. I thank you that you've guaranteed our success. I thank you, Father God, that no matter what's going on, no matter the decisions we've made, you've guaranteed us success in life. For your name, you said, I've created you and I'll back you and I'll support you. Just do what you're supposed to do. Just work like you're supposed to work. Just follow these guides. I thank you, Father God, that you care enough about your name and enough about us to see our success. I thank you that the purpose has been planned out for everyone. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. Offering time. Delayed music.